The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. Now, our if you want to get in touch with the show, it's 53106 at a cost of 30 cent. We have our resident GP, Dr. Eleanor Galvin, who's joining me now. and She's going to answer your medical questions. So if you do have questions, email them, anton at newstalk.com. Some people have already been in touch. Eleanor, how are you? Thanks Hi, so Dr. much for coming in. Um, I have a question here uh, from Sarah Interley. I am bringing my three kids to the beach over the weekend. They're nine, five and two. They don't like the smell of sun cream and they get easily irritated when I put it on their faces. I'm wondering if there are any particular ways you would suggest to keep them sun safe. If I just had them out much later in the day, would that be better? Um, Absolutely. It would be better not to be out in the midday sun. Uh, early morning, late evening, um, it is safer, but you still need sun cream. Yes. Um, and you still need to put sunscreen on them at least every two hours. And if they go in the water, you need to put it on them again. They come out. And if they like the beach, they'll have to suck it up and put on the sunscreen. Uh, uh, and that is if you want to go to the beach, you wear sunscreen. And certainly for that age group. And then um, you get a big umbrella if you can. You maybe get some of those kind of protective sun swimming kind of skin rash uh, or rash vest things, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, put a hat on them, sunglasses, cover them up as best you can to a certain extent. But, but if they the want to go to the exposed. beach, they have to wear sunscreen. Um, I've seen a couple of mums on TikTok have these like little hacks where on small babies they put the sun cream on with a makeup brush, and it's not as uh, it, they don't seem to hate it as much as dragging your face, your hand across their face, or other people putting uh, sun cream on with tanning mitts as if you're putting fake tan on them. Is that yeah? You better, you're really going to do that to your three children every two hours down the beach. It's better that they suck it up and learn to have it put on them. It's just like cream. Uh, you can get ones that don't smell so much or the rest of it but is really somebody going to pull out the the sun mesh the tanning mesh and the bottom line though they have to be they have to have some cream have on. to because we know now what it does and also for mums not to sit next to them covered in tanning oil and not using it so show them show good by example. example absolutely um my baby is 6 months and i'm worried about how to keep her cool during the heat wave what would you suggest um, I suppose to wear as little clothes as possible, keep her inside as much as possible with windows open. If you're going to be out, be in shade. Don't ever throw a blanket over a, uh, over a buggy or anything like that because that traps air and hot air. Okay. So it's to keep her in, feed her as much as you can, keep her out of the direct sunlight. If you're out um, on shade, you can't put sunscreen on babies that small. Uh, so they really have to be in proper dense shade. You can't put sun cream on them? On babies under six months. Okay. No, you can't. No, you can't. Yeah, yeah. Their skin is um, probably still yeah. very sensitive. Yeah, so it, it is to try, I suppose, keep them in, give them plenty to drink and then put your hand on their chest. If their chest feels terribly sweaty, then, you know, maybe they're overheating a little bit uh, and then just keep them inside. Keep it as cool as possible. Um, I have another text here. I am a fit 38 year old man who exercises regularly. Recently, I have noticed a lump under my left nipple. It's quite hard. There is a history of breast cancer in my family amongst women, mainly my aunts. Would there be a risk to me and should I check it out? Absolutely, he should check it out. Now, probably not, but there is a risk and one in a hundred breast cancers that are picked up are in men. Um, And sometimes it goes in families in, in men. The gene may be that his aunt's, but it doesn't mean that he won't get it. Um, But certainly... So if it's in a family, like if there's a history of breast cancer in a family, mainly among women, it doesn't mean that the men are not infected. No, it doesn't. And one in a hundred is significant. Okay. Um, It is is really important that he get it checked out. And the quicker you pick these things up, the easier they are to sort. 
Yes. Okay. So just yeah. present your GP and present your GP. say exactly yeah, what you yeah. said. Okay. Um, another text here from listener. And if you want to text in with your questions, it's five through one oh six. I find that I am sweltering at night from the heat and waking up in buckets of sweat, even though I only have a light sheet on. What can I do to stay cool at night time? Have a shower before you go to bed. I know it might sound a bit counterintuitive, but have a shower before you go to bed. A warm shower or cold shower? A middling shower. A lukewarm shower. Um, Keep your windows all open, but your curtains closed. Um, And make make a cross breeze in your house if you can. So if you can leave, say, your doors open and windows in other rooms. I'm like a ninja with the cross breeze at the moment. Yeah, cross breeze. The front bedrooms open, the back bedrooms open. Sometimes there's a whole gale coming through. Yeah, I mean, not in the last few days, but you can and you can make your gale even better with the fan or with portable air conditioning units that you can buy. You can make a cold hot water bottle by putting ice cubes in a hot water bottle and shoving it into the bed with you. Um, But cotton sheets, linen sheets, all those sort of normal advice. But I do think it's all about the cross breeze at the moment. It is, yeah. And I, I, I apparently, just we just need to hang on in there. It's only going to be a couple more days and yeah. then hopefully <laughs> we'll be back to moderate temperatures. Um, our next text says, uh, I have shoulder pain and I am due a pain relief injection in two weeks. How often should I take paracetamol between now and then? Should I take it for longer than five or six days that my GP prescribed? The pain is quite strong at times. Yeah, so you can safely take paracetamol for many, many years as long as you don't go over what is your dose. So most doses is kind of six to eight tablets a day. So as long as you don't go over that, a lot of people with osteoarthritis or joint problems who can't have things done are on long term paracetamol. And that is fine as long as you don't decide to double dose because you're having a bad day. So if your dose is six a day, you can take six a day for quite a long time before it'll do you any problems. Is there a case for this person moving on to something stronger than paracetamol? Or if yeah, but if they're in for two weeks for their shoulder injection. Is that what oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So hopefully by then, uh, hopefully that'll sort it, hopefully. Um, I have been a vegetarian for 20 years, but I find I'm tired very often. Do you have any suggestions on how I can make a noticeable increase to the iron levels in my diet? Yeah, eating iron rich foods and taking an iron supplement and also drinking plenty of drinks with vitamin C in them. Um, because that helps you absorb your iron. Drinking less tea because that stops you absorbing the iron you're eating. If you're having green vegetables, steam them so that you get to keep as much iron in them as possible. Um, There's a lot of foods that have quite a lot of iron in it. You don't necessarily need to eat a steak. You can um, drink, like if you're going to drink juice, drink prune juice. If you're going to eat nuts, eat cashew nuts. If you're going to eat fruit, eat apricots. You know, there's kind of, some that have more in other kale, all those kind of legumes, all those things are really full of iron and then get a proper iron supplement. And if you don't feel slightly constipated from it, it's probably not got enough iron in it. Oh, wow. Is that the metric? <laughs> That's the metric. Although if they're a vegetarian, hopefully they have plenty of vegetables to keep that going. Should they get a blood test first or? Yeah, they can get a blood test and see where their iron is. Um, but generally, if you are a vegetarian and you're eating properly, you may never need an iron supplement. Um, but to get it checked every now and again is, is a good idea. OK, we have a la- my last question is, I find my stomach upsets after eating fruit. Why would that be? Should I do an allergy test? No, you shouldn't do an allergy test. Um, there's really not huge reasons for you to have an upset stomach after fruit. That would be a fruit intolerance. There is a weird, rare as anything, genetic fruit intolerance disorder, which you only have if both your parents have it. You have a one in four chance. So, you don't know about it if you had it. So it's more likely the acid in the fruit, so maybe not citric fruit. Uh, it's probably just the breakdown in the gas. If you give it irritable bowel 
too much fruit will upset it. So you want to play around and see if you could eat different fruits and that they wouldn't upset you and maybe cut out the citric fruit first and see if that that helps um, and then eliminate that way. But there's no acrid allergy test to see are you allergic to fruit. Fruit in general. OK, my thanks. You Thank you so much. My thanks to Dr. Elner Galvin there, our resident GP on the Anton Savage Show. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.